Brian Paris for Inside Berkeley. In this episode, I had the great pleasure of talking with the legendary actor, singer, and dancer, Rita Moreno, who took a break from filming the sitcom reboot of Norman Lear's One Day at a Time to accept an honorary doctorate from Berkeley at the 2016 commencement proceedings. I sat down with Moreno in the Red Room at Cafe 939 the day before she was to receive her degree and give a speech that, as you'll hear her describe later as, not like anyone you've ever heard before. At age 84, Moreno is as sharp as ever and speaks eloquently about her seven decades long career, her countless awards, including an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, and the unending joys of being creative. And if you haven't already, check out Berkeley's YouTube channel in order to see for yourself Moreno's jaw and beat-dropping speech. So I'm sitting here with Rita Moreno. It's a huge honor. Uh, thank you and for making time for this, and also welcome to Berkeley. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, well, as, as are we. So uh, I, before you get into uh, talking about sort of what you're, what's on tap here at Berkeley, uh, mm -hmm. I'd love to hear a bit about uh, your thoughts and your career. Spanning seven decades, uh, I, I understand that you're even shooting a new show uh, and, and took, a, <laughs> took a break to, to come visit us. This is wonderful. I'm 84 years old now. I have a book out, a memoir. I have an album out uh, produced by Emilio Estefan. It's in Spanish. It's wow. a beautiful album. Uh, I am the unofficial auntie of a young woman whose uh, commencement it is tomorrow, and she happens to be named Emily Estefan, oh. the Estefan's daughter, mm -hmm. who's very talented musically. So it's just, it's, what, wow. And I'm about, yes, I already started a brand new series at Netflix which is a reworking of uh, One Day at a Time, but this time with a Cuban family. Mm, wow. But it's still being produced and co-written by Norman Lear, so I am in actor heaven. That's great. That's, yeah, that's, it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, and you have got countless awards and won a few people to, to have a Grammy, an Emmy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And actually, that's only a slice of, of the awards, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it's, that's fairly, that great? it's almost <laughs> limiting to just say those four, which is, which is wild. I have a couple of shelves and I, I'd call it the hardware shelves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's nice to, to brag that way. I mean, every once in a while I pass them and I just think, my God, that is really amazing. Yeah. How did this happen? Yeah, I can't imagine just the energy walking past them. Just, uh -huh. uh, that's, that's, it's really wonderful. So only only a handful of people have been able to, to get awards that diverse. Can you speak a little bit about the versatility and, and how you approached your career path with that? You know, I come, I come from a, a time when you kind of had to do everything. You weren't just a singer, mm -hmm. and you weren't just a dancer. You were a singer, dancer, actress. And uh, it just, that was, that's what you did. So it's, it's, I'm always shocked when someone says to me, well, I sing. I say, do you dance also? Uh, no, oh no, no. And I'm always kind of surprised at that because I think, for one thing, that dancing, even if you're not a professional dancer, let's say you're an actor, a male actor, dancing gives you moves you never dreamed that you had as an actor. Do you know when you play a certain kind of role, sometimes you have to walk a certain way so that it's. Uh, it's in, in tune with the character you're playing. When I was playing um, the Irish school teacher, um, uh, Annie Sullivan, in The Miracle Worker, I remember the director said to me something I had never heard before. He said, okay, now find a walk for Annie. And I said, 
huh? <laughs> he said, a, a walk, a walk. I said, I, I really didn't understand what he meant. Hmm. He said, this woman comes from a, a settlement where there are very, very poor people. She does a lot of hard physical work just to earn a living. So she walks in a certain way. She moves in a certain way, and I want you to find that for yourself. And I think what made it possible, in a way, was being a dancer, having been one really since I was a little girl, five years old. I think that helped an enormous amount. It also gives... Actors are, by the way, very often extremely clumsy people. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. Especially the men. And I think that dancing gives them a certain uh, sense of grace. Mm. Uh, you can see that. You can see it sometimes. Some actors walk, just move in a very special way. And uh, it could be due to dancing school. It could be due to the, something that just comes naturally to them. But it's very helpful. I think all actors should do that. Mm. And uh, it's just wonderful to be able to uh, sing. If you have anything resembling a singing voice, it doesn't have to be perfect. But if you understand music, again, it's about rhythm. And when you do dialogue, every, well, particularly good writing, has its own rhythm. Neil Simon, uh, his dialogue has a rhythm. And in fact, it has such a strong rhythm and specific rhythm that if you add a handle, like, well, blah, 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 or hey, blah, 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 it changes the mm. rhythm. And he gets very upset, Neil Simon, when you try to do that mm. to his work. It happens all the time. Terence McNally, when I did the Ritz, there's a very specific rhythm to his writing. And uh, being musical helps enormously to understand that and to intuit it without even trying. Yeah, that's fascinating. Now, that's not an answer you expected. No, I love it, though. I love the idea of, of a verbal rhythm or something, and, and that the idea that these are maybe just different expressions for, for similar training. You know, mm -hmm. that you're going to take some of those same concepts and put them out. And it's, it's actually really interesting and very timely because uh, Berkeley is, has gone through this merger with the Boston Conservatory. Which is so exciting to hear about. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. We're, we're very excited and, and we're really excited that the uh, commencement concert this year uh, will feature uh, Boston Conservatory students in dance oh, and stuff. Oh, my so, goodness, really? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. That's tomorrow. Yes. I yeah. am thrilled. I cannot wait. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about that and, and kind of building off what you we were saying. Now that, uh, so Berkeley's always had our contemporary music uh, focus, and now uh -huh. we'll yeah. be able to infuse that with the Boston Conservatory's uh, emphasis on musical theater, uh, dance, and classical music. That so, is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be nonpareil. I mean, between the two of those uh, amazing organizations, it, it, they, you, you cannot beat that. You can't top it. I am so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I've spoken a lot with uh, some of the faculty in the musical theater department over there at uh, the Boston Conservatory, and they speak a lot of, of what you were saying. It, it's not just one thing, and they call it sort of the triple threat to be able to sing, dance, and act. Exactly. So that when they go right. and do auditions, they can do, they can do it all. You know, they're not limited to that. And it's very impressive if you're at an, watching, an, watching someone at an audition who is able to uh, utilize all of those skills. It's fabulous. It's like your tool chest. Really good. So, and sort of speaking about kind of the industry and kind of being prepared for all that, um, I'm interested a little bit. You won the Oscar in 1961, and you were the first Hispanic woman uh, to do that. What has changed in the industry? The only so far. The only still. So wow. So yeah. What? So I guess that that kind of clouds this answer a, a little bit. Yeah. Right. It? Which is sort of what is what is the industry? No, but you like? know what it is. It's not just the industry too. 
Well, it is, but in a, in a way you don't expect. If you don't, uh, Viola Davis said it. She just killed me in her acceptance speech because she said, if you don't get the roles, there's no way you're going to get the awards. Mm. And uh, just being in a, let's say, a television series doesn't necessarily mean that you've got something that's really going to show off your talent. It may show some of it off, but uh, you still need the roles, and that's why I think uh, a lot of uh, Hispanic actors, and for that matter, black actors, and certainly Asian actors, don't have a chance because mm. they don't get the roles. Mm. So a uh, uh, long while back, there was a wonderful actor who happened to be Puerto Rican named Raul Julia, who was well on his way. Mm-hmm. to. Uh, he was doing a lot of films, and he wasn't playing the, the native boy, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, which I had to do for years and years and years and years. Uh, and I thought he is our one hope. There was, before uh, Raul Julia, there was an, a, a, an Hispanic actor, as a matter of fact, he was Puerto Rican, uh, who won an Oscar for Cyrano de Bergerac. And you know, that was like, oh, what? What is this, what happened? And I remember thinking, well, now, now. It just, it went away. Hmm. It's interesting. And it's interesting that our little tiny island of Puerto Rico has uh, Jose Ferrer, it has me, and uh, eventually uh, Raul Julio won an Oscar also. Mm. So it was pretty fabulous. Yeah. It's a tiny little island. And we had a, you know, we've had some really very spectacularly talented people. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, and speaking about that and, and talent, and I'm also interested in just your creative spark. I mean, it, like we've said, you had such a long career, and you're and you're, and you're still working. What what is it that keeps you saying, "I I still got to go after the roles. I still have to do more work." Because I love because I love what I do. Yeah. I love what I do, and and to get paid for it is simply extraordinary. What a treat! Yeah, <laughs> and not only it's not just that because I will do a lot of things. I just did a tiny tiny movie that where they're trying to get a distributor for, uh, and. Uh, we got uh, Screen Actors Guild minimum, which I think was like, I don't know, like $150 something for the week. Mm, wow. You know, you don't do that. You, I do it because I love it. Mm. I love to act. I am a ham. You know, a lot of people just don't admit it. A lot of people will tell you, oh, I don't like all that attention. They're full of it. Come on, give me a break. People love the attention. Yeah. I know there are some that are very moody and strange, but uh, they are moody and strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they still show up. They show up. Yeah. It yeah. feels good. That's great. There's something about making people laugh, for instance, that just absolutely tickles the heck out of me. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't mind making people cry either. It's wonderful. What a, what a wonderful skill to have. Yeah. If you can actually do that, right. that's amazing. Yeah. Again, speaks to that whole kind of holistic idea of talent, just the, all the different expressions. You yeah. Know, emotions with the body and everything. It's a very organic experience, yeah, that's acting. That's great. Well, I don't, I don't want to take too much uh, more of your time, and I know you've got some wonderful stuff planned for us tomorrow at commencement. Well, I have a commencement speech that is going to blow everyone away. I'm telling you right now. I know there's going to be a roar when I start it, and I, I wish I could tell you why, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away because it is going to be so 
fabulous. Yeah, that's great. Not like anyone you ever heard before. Well, that's what we like to hear. And I would love to say that you heard it here first, but this will probably come out after commencement. So It'll, you have heard it and you remember the shock now. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, to, to go out, is there any impressions just on being on campus? I know you've only been here a short amount of time, or just thoughts on, on receiving this well, award? I just, I just can't believe that I'm, I'm really being honored by, by Berkeley School of Music. I'm just astonished, and I'm very proud of that. I am not casual about being honored. It's uh, every time something wonderful like this happens, I always go back to Puerto Rico in my head and in my mind's eye and think of that little girl with this huge bow on her head mm and curls playing in a creek. And I just really, truly think, wow, how did this happen? Hmm. I'm very grateful. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. And, My and pleasure. I loved wait. your questions. Thank you very much. This episode was engineered by Berkeley's Digital Strategy and Communications team. I'm Brian Paris, and this is Inside Berkeley. <laughs>